Hello friends, my name is Paige Harmon and this is my podcast, Inexperienced at Life. Hey guys and welcome back to the podcast. Today I wanted to chat about relationships and specifically I wanted to give out five relationship tips that I have learned over the course of dating and being married and everything in between. And let's just jump right into it, shall we? So number one, I have don't go to bed mad at each other. Now, I know what you're thinking. That's so cliche and you're right. It is. However, it is true. When was the last time that you went to bed angry and you were like, I'm glad I did that? Yeah, none of us. The thing is, is when you go to bed mad, it just pretty much prolongs the argument and makes those feelings that you have that aren't the greatest grow inside of you. Don't get me wrong, sometimes just like sleeping on it, on the problem, can help give you kind of a new perspective, meaning you can see where the other person is coming from, but usually you shouldn't need a full night's sleep in order to cool down and cool off because regardless, you're not going to get very good sleep. You're both going to be pissed at each other and it's just this vicious cycle. So take the time that you need to cool off, whether it's 30 minutes, an hour, a couple hours, whatever. We all fight. And if you say you don't fight with your spouse, then Okay, like I have a hard time believing you then. But everybody gets into tips, whether it's difference of opinions, arguments, uh, disagreements, whatever you want to call it. Nobody 100% agrees with their spouse. And there's always those moments of like, um, yeah. And usually you get in an argument because there's miscommunication, right? So figure it out. Spend the time to really figure it out. If this relationship means a lot to you and you really want to make it work, you will make time to cool off, collect your thoughts, go back to your spouse or your partner and explain your side, say that you're sorry and make things better. Because if you don't, it'll drag on and doing the silent treatment and holding things over their head and having resentment towards your partner never works. Trust me, it doesn't. It just makes things worse. And I don't think any of us, when we decided to marry that person, decided, like I said, oh, let's go to bed angry and I'll feel better about it. No, it's let's get it figured out. Let's say we're sorry. Let's try to do better and move on and not go to bed angry. So Number two is don't take life, your spouse, or yourself too seriously. And what I mean by that is sometimes we get in this rut of when we're adults (laughs) and adulting, I guess, is that we have to make adult decisions and be just kind of wear the hat of responsible adult, right? Whether it's with work and kids or just kids and Everything in in between from planning vacations to figuring out taxes to buying a house to fixing the broken water heater. It's just constant, right? So, however, though, if you just take it way too seriously, it really does take the fun out of life. And 
I mean, you married the person, so you might as well have fun with them. And then with your life, there are, I understand there are things that you do need to take seriously. Um, but I feel like that thing in between your ears called a brain can help you decipher between what to take seriously and what not to take so seriously. And when it comes to your spouse, really just enjoy life and see the positive and the funny in the situation. And this kind of ties into with the first one with like not be going to bed angry at each other. If you're getting into a tip, sometimes if you see kind of the funniness or the irony in something, it can diffuse the tension and the argument pretty quickly if you're just like, actually, that was kind of pretty funny. It works. Sometimes you may not appreciate it if your spouse is sitting there laughing about a situation, but if you stop and you're like, okay, yeah, I overreacted or yeah, that was kind of dumb, then you both can come on common ground and really figure stuff out. So, and don't take yourself too seriously. Like, come on, lighten up a little bit. I get it. Life is hard and you know, there's doom and gloom. There's always going to be doom and gloom no matter what. And life is always going to be hard, but you might as well just try to enjoy as much of it as you can, right? Number three, try to take some time for one another. So with that being said, um, your job, your career, everything like that is important. Your kids are important. I get it. And I'm going to emphasize more on kids right now. So your children are very important. It is important to be there for them as a parent, to support them, to teach them right, how to be good human beings, all that stuff. However, I am a firm believer and a huge advocate in um, pretty much saying that you and your spouse decided to make a life together. So you made that commitment with getting married and... Um, bring children into the world. However, it was you two who laid that foundation. So if you guys aren't great in your relationship, guaranteed that's going to fall into other areas of your life, meaning especially your kids and job and career and whatever else, because who, <laughs> who has ever had like a good day when you and your spouse are fighting and you go to work or you know what I mean? Or you're doing something out in life and you're just like, so over it yeah it affects the way that you do your job or go see a friend or do anything or spend time with your kids is that you just have this constant negative energy that's just oh, we're not good and it sucks so make sure you two are good meaning just um spend time with one another take time to go on date night whether if you can afford it or not, it doesn't need to be expensive and you need to set aside time and prioritize each other. You know, it's, I get it. It's again, it's hard with life because you're constantly wearing multiple hats with job and kids and spouse and provider and employee. I get it, but really take time for one another and set a date night or even just set a time set aside time for you two to really communicate and your kids will thank you for it and if you feel like you can't do that then you really need to analyze your life and figure out like the main reason why is it because you don't trust other people with your kids or you just don't really want to spend time with your spouse because you'd rather 
make excuses because it's just you guys don't you feel like you don't have anything in common anymore or you're taking life too seriously and or you know what I mean those are all the excuses and you really need to analyze like why am I not really wanting to spend time with this person and if it's more serious then you definitely should bring that up to the other person and go and get professional help if needed so again I'm not a dating expert and I'm not a relationship expert however I have learned a thing or two from uh, like I said, being in relationships and this is my second marriage. So I've learned a lot and, uh, <laughs> I've learned a lot, a lot of what not to do. So I thought I'd pass on my pearls of wisdom here with letting you know, kind of like just my, I feel like my top five, I could sit here and talk forever about relationships and how I think they should be important in what I've learned but I thought I'd do a quick little blurb and talk about my top five that I think people should do and one of them is definitely taking time for one another and I would include yourself too um you know they always say the analogy of like when you're on a plane and the plane's getting ready to go down like you need to put your on your oxygen mask first before you put on other people's and I agree with that too making sure that you're solid and you and your spouse are solid because um that's important. And your rest of your family and your life kind of depends on that foundation of you and then you and your spouse. So remember that. Number four is put yourself in your partner's shoes. So this goes back to the first one that I said with don't go to bed mad at each other, especially with arguments, because sometimes we get into tiffs, into arguments or get frustrated with our partner because we don't really put ourselves in our partner's shoes like understand where they're coming from and they see things differently and they do things differently that doesn't necessarily mean that it's wrong or bad and when you put yourself in your partner's shoes it can definitely help you have a better perspective on things so for example um like my husband and I <laughs> come from two different walks of life. Like it's, they're very similar, but they're also very different at the same time. So I try to remind myself that he has completely grown up, uh, grown up comp uh, in a completely different way than I have. That doesn't necessarily mean that it's wrong, but I sometimes in my mind, I get too, I guess, traditional in my thinking, meaning like, I've always done it this way. And this is the right way. And you need to do it this way. And no, that's not necessarily true. Because if he's doing it a way that isn't causing anybody harm or pain or danger or anything, then why should I worry about it? Especially when it comes to our daughter. Like who cares if he changes her diaper differently or you know, puts her in the car seat a little bit differently than I do as long as she's safe and secure and the diaper's on fully. <laughs> I shouldn't have to worry about it. But and that's just simple things. And then big, big things too is understanding that you're again, your spouse came from a different walk of life and that they have different perspectives than you and to be a little bit more empathetic with them and understand and see their point of view can really help with diffusing a lot of um a lot of future arguments and definitely having an open dialogue about it with your spouse can really help as well and being like help me understand like where you come from and where you see things because I just want to understand better can go a long way so and number five other people's opinions don't 
matter. Yes, you heard me. Other people's opinions do not matter. And sometimes that's easier said than done, folks. Trust me. Like, the older I get, the more I tend to just not care about what people think about me specifically, but then also about my husband and I and our family. Because guess what? You both know what works for you guys as a couple and nobody else does. Just because it looks differently and you guys do things differently, like I said before, it doesn't mean that it's wrong or bad. And people are always going to have an opinion about you, whether it's good or bad. Please just take it with a grain of salt because if you get too caught up in the opinions of others, then you... you're not living authentically, you're not living for you, you're not living for your spouse, and it's just a giant just funnel of things that you don't want to get into that it's just awful. So just do you. And like I said, take the things that people say with a grain of salt. Sometimes that may be your even your own family. And Sometimes they're also the like your own family's like the worst critics versus complete strangers. And take that with a grain of salt too, because I get it. They have their little pearls of wisdom as well. But at the same time, your situation is completely different than when they were either raising kids or when they were married or when they were going through a struggle. Still completely different. And do the best that you can to just be like, thanks for the advice, but I think my partner and I have it figured out or we'll be figuring it out for our own way and just leave it at that. You know, you'll get some people or some family members that are just like, I just don't agree with what you're doing and you know what, that's fine. But like I said before, as long as you're being a good person, being productive, being safe and not crazy, like, don't get me wrong, I think I would have a little, I wouldn't agree with if, you know, I... I actually don't agree with if a mom's always drugged up on something and her kids are never, they're being unsupervised and she's just rather be around, be around drugs and take care of her kids. Then yeah, that's like, that's inappropriate, obviously, but, and that's probably not the best parenting technique either. However, if a parent is, if they're, if you guys are doing the best that you can as a couple, for whatever with your family and by the way you two being married is a family just because you don't have kids doesn't mean that you're not a family and don't let anybody else tell you any differently because you and your spouse are a family and don't let anybody sit there and pressure you about what to do with your life especially if you don't have kids yet or you're not planning on having kids or you're trying and it's just really frustrating and you're dealing with unfortunately infertility then that is yeah, they need to keep their two cents to themselves because I have learned too as a person that the more that you're just like, oh, you just need to go and have kids. That is, <laughs> honestly, it is super rude to say to somebody, let's keep that to ourselves because you don't know what they're going through. Maybe they have been trying to have kids for a while and things are just not working and they've, you know, they're probably up to debt in their ears with trying to pay for ha- bringing a child into the world. And yeah, you don't or whatever, you know, maybe somebody's struggling to find a job or they just aren't living the way that you are. Just give them the benefit of the doubt and let's keep our opinions to ourselves because when was the last time a critical opinion ever helped anybody? So anyway, I hope you enjoyed this quick 
five relationship tips here on the podcast. And I hope to catch you guys later. Thank you.